Netflix's new feature that may remind you of Instagram, everything you need to know about Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference, and 10 apps that will change the way you live. Trust me. Welcome to Working Girl Talk. Welcome to Working Girl Talk. I'm your host, Abby Zufel. Working Girl Talk is the podcast for women who work. Each episode covers the latest news in social media, business, and marketing, and covers a working girl topic. As a marketing strategist and fellow working girl myself, I aim to educate and inspire you to be the best version of you inside and outside of the workplace. Welcome to Working Girl Talk. It is a beautiful Friday. So much has happened this week, so let's get right into the stories. First up, let's talk about Netflix. You may have seen a few headlines this week saying something along the lines of Netflix testing out an Instagram story-like feature, although I think using Instagram in the headlines was a ploy to get more clicks. It still works. So Netflix is trying out something new and it's a pretty interesting concept. So TechCrunch said in the mobile version of Netflix, so in the app, they are introducing a new feature called Extras. And this is just if you have iOS, so an Apple phone, and it appears at the bottom of the screen in between search and downloads. And this is where the Instagram-y part comes in. You'll now find photos and videos from Netflix shows, including in some cases, shows you already watch. The videos automatically play silent unless you tap the sound button, sound familiar. You may also move through the feed horizontally. So basically it's just like a little Instagram feed of shows you could possibly watch, almost like advertising. Like if you've ever had ads in your stories, that's what I'm assuming it will look like. So right now it's in beta testing, so not everyone has it, but if you use the Netflix app on your phone, definitely check it out to see if you have it. And you can add shows directly to your Netflix queues. So you can just click on my list to those that you want to watch that you haven't seen before and remind me to shows that you are currently watching. So it's just a good way to keep you more engaged on the app. And Netflix statement about this says, we are testing a feed of video extras in our mobile app to help fans connect more deeply with the titles they love and discover new ones to watch. These tests typically vary in length of time and region and may not become permanent. So I don't know if it'll be around forever, but if it can help me figure out what to watch on Netflix, I'm all for it because I think we've all had that struggle where you're looking for something to watch and then you just end up watching a show you've already seen. For me, The Office. (laughs) And next story, let's talk about the big news this week. Apple had its Worldwide Developers Conference. For some reason, that is very hard for me to say. The Worldwide Developers Conference is where developers from all over the world, you guessed it, come together and hear about Apple's new updates. And it's basically a chance for Apple to show off what they're doing and get more developers interested in building apps because Apple is a business and these apps are created a lot of the time by outside developers. So at this conference, they always uh, announce upcoming things because they're trying to wow the developers and let them know what's going on. So the announcement of iOS 13 software was there. And we're going to talk about everything you need to know about it because it's very exciting. First up, goodbye iTunes. You probably heard about this if you saw any news at all this week. This was a huge headline. iTunes is getting the boot and will be dividing among three apps, the podcast app, Apple Music, and 
Apple TV apps. This has already been kind of happening, so I wasn't too shocked to hear this. I, I forgot that iTunes existed as a separate app anyway, so because I just used the Apple Music app. Some things to know about this change, you'll find the iTunes store in the sidebar of the Apple Music app, which makes sense, or in the bottom tab if you use the app on your phone. And for those of you that have iTunes gift cards, no worries, iTunes gift cards and credits will be maintained there as well, Apple says, and the store will also be available for music purchases through iOS PCs and Apple TV. And most of you know that the Apple Music app is a subscription service for $10 a month or $15 for families for streaming that lets you do on-demand music or download music or just listen to custom radio stations. But if you use iTunes for CDs or music that you downloaded elsewhere, you'll still be able to access it in the app. So no worries. And for those of you that are like me and we're already using the Apple Music app, nothing's really changing for you. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably listening to it in the podcast app. So again, nothing's probably changing for you. I think they are just consolidating. And, and it was actually really smart of them to do this because as I was saying, I didn't even realize iTunes was still a separate entity that had all of them. I mean, when I go on desktop, I noticed that. This is just to make things similar across the board. And USA Today says if you're tuning in as a person who uses iTunes on a Windows PC, for now, nothing will change. So no big changes if you're a PC user. Next up, iPad software. Ooh. Apple announced that it's the first time iPad will be getting its own operating system called iPad OS. It's been previously running on iOS, the other software that all the other Apple products run on. The new software brings more tools for the iPad. So starting with a layout that lets you look at more widgets on the home screen, improvements to the slide over and split view tools, which promise for easier multitasking, they say. You'll also be able to plug in thumb drives and SD cards on the iPad and use finger gestures to select text, cut, copy, paste, and undo tasks, which is amazing. Finally, next up, we'll talk about privacy since this was a big topic at the conference. In Apple Maps, they're turning off the ability for third parties to track you via Bluetooth or Wi-Fi, which I, I guess that makes sense. I never really thought about it, but that's why you get ads for certain places if you're doing, if you have location services on. So they're turning that off for third parties to track you. So no more of that. And USA Today says the privacy development that seems to have generated the most attention is this new sign in with Apple feature. Guys, this is pretty cool and an interesting step in this world of data and privacy issues. So listen to this. With this sign in with Apple feature, you can authenticate your identity when you attempt to log into third party apps, similar to familiar sign in buttons from rivals Facebook and Google. The big difference is that Apple will let you sign in without revealing personal information. So to me, this is when you've ever been on a website and it says like sign in with Facebook, sign in with Google, if you're going to log into something. The big difference is that Apple will let you sign in without revealing personal information. The app developers usually track you with when you do sign into these third-party apps. Apple will let you do so with a randomized email alias address that will be forwarded to your real email address. Sometimes you just want to comment on something or sign into an app without having to give all your info, so I really like this feature. And other new features to 
take note of. New features to the Apple Watch, including more health tracking, dark mode for iPhones, which I know a lot of people are really excited about. Dark mode's really popular on desktop. It allows you to see your just normal interface, but with dark background. People like it. They think it helps their eyes a little bit more. So that will be available on iPhone, which is awesome. And new management tools within the iPhone as well. Easier to find photos. And they say additional editing tools, such as bringing editing tools to video. I'm so excited to see what this will look like. And this has been something that's been lacking for a long time within the iPhone. I'm sure if you ever am trying to cut a video, if you're like working social media and trying to cut something down for Instagram, just doing those little sliders for editing on the bottom, you know what I'm talking about if you're trying to crop it to make that 15 second mark. It's a struggle. So I'm really looking forward to these editing tools. And the grand finale, if you've zoned out with all this Apple talk, tune in for this. This is amazing for those of you that use AirPods. Audio sharing will be released. I'm so excited. So if you and someone both have AirPods, you'll be able to pair them together so that if you are on a commute or if you're at the gym, you can listen to the same song or watch the same movie off of one iPhone. This is amazing because short story, a few weeks ago, me and my sister went to the gym. I didn't have my phone with me and we basically just ended up splitting. I had the right AirPod and she had the left AirPod so we could listen to the same music. So this will be amazing. So now we can listen to the same stuff at the gym and even like the same podcast. Me and my coworkers are always listening to the same podcast and discussing after. So this will be awesome. So everyone can be on the same page. Super exciting. And that is it for our news today. And now we will get into a topic that I thought was very fitting since we were talking so much about Apple and apps today with the developers conference. We're gonna be talking about 10 apps that will just change your life, make you healthier, more productive, and more creative. Like I know I'm getting a little crazy, but I just love these apps and thought I would share because apps are such amazing tools and we use them every day. And sometimes you don't know an app exists and you don't know what you don't know. So I'm going to tell you. First up, Genius Scan slash Genius Facts. I talked about this on Instagram a few weeks ago if you follow me, and this app is a lifesaver. If you're someone like me and doesn't have access to a scanner or a fax machine on the daily, this app is so cool. Download Genius Scan or Genius Facts. You can take a picture of a PDF or a document, upload it into the app, and it will turn it into a PDF for you, which makes it better when you're like signing documents. I know for our house, we use Genius Skin a lot when we were doing all that paperwork. So it's great for paperwork and you can email it as a PDF, which is so great because sometimes it's hard to try to scan something, turn it into a document, try to get it on your computer. This is just one tap, amazing. And it turns it into a PDF, which everything is done online nowadays, but like sometimes you have to print something out and sign it or you get a document that you have to send over. So it just makes life so much easier and its brother app, Genius Facts, is the same thing. It allows you to fax within the app. So you just take a picture of something and the app generates like a fax number and you can fax it to anyone, any fax number that you get, which is so helpful for sharing documents. And like I said, for buying a house or whatever you're doing, super helpful. And that one does cost to send a fax, but it's worth it. I'd rather pay a couple cents to send a fax and try to find a fax machine because where are they? I don't know. <laughs> Next app called Touch Retouch. My coworker Danielle, shout out to Danielle, taught me about this app. It's so cool. 
basically it has a few different options. It's a photo editing app. I, I like to call it Photoshop on the go. It's great for just something like, say you have a trash can in a picture or there's a bar behind you or there's trash on the ground. You can just use, there's an erase tool, there's a clone tool that allows you to get rid of these things. There's also a line tool. So if there's a pole in the background, you can get rid of that as well. So it just allows your photos to be a lot cleaner. Next up, Lightroom, a personal favorite of mine. It's another photo editing app that is so useful. I know there's a lot of talk on what apps to use in photo editing, but Lightroom is my personal favorite because you have so much control of everything. And Lightroom on desktop does have more features, but the app version is really great if you're on the go and you don't even have to have an Adobe account to use it. My favorite features on it are the color features. So if there is say like you're in a restaurant that has really orange lighting, you there is an option where you can select the orange in the photo and tone it up, tone it down. The color features in Lightroom are so useful and you can sharpen things and add the grain. It's just so nice and everything that a photo editing app should be. Next up, we have Adobe Spark Post. So this is one that I discovered recently. It's also a photo editing app, but they have story options for like Instagram stories, like any shape you can imagine. And it allows you to make text appear in, so almost like a movable graphic. So it saves it as a movie. So if you want text to appear, you want it to fade in. I actually used this app when I announced my podcast on my Instagram. So on my stories, it faded in to show the podcast cover. So it's just kind of fun. Maybe once these Apple video features on the iPhone get better, I won't need to use this. But as of right now, it's a great, almost like video editing tool for photos. And app number four. Five, my fitness pal. My fitness pal has been around forever. I think it's the number one. I mean, it's the only one I ever hear about for fitness tracking, especially if you're having a busy work day. Sometimes it's easy to get lost in the shuffle and you're all of a sudden you're eating chips and cookies at your desk and you're like, what? So my fitness pal makes it super easy to track everything you're eating throughout the day. You can personalize it to your weight and your fitness goals, your weight goals, and even track your macros within it. The best part of my fitness pal is that you can scan barcodes. So anything you eat, you can scan it, it finds it and it puts in so you can get the exact nutrition value and they also have a ton of restaurants in their database so you can even look up cheesecake factory pot stickers and they will be there <laughs> sounds like from personal experience and it also can track your workouts and your water intake Next app is called Stories Edit, and it is by the makers of Planoly, which I will be talking about in a bit. Stories Edit is a beautiful Instagram story app. You can make custom Instagram stories. It has a ton of different templates that are beautifully designed, different watermarks, different layouts for photos, so you can put your own photos in, use their text options, which they have a lot of great fonts, more so than the Instagram story fonts that come within the app. So it's just a nice way to differentiate your content and make something a little more beautiful in your Instagram story and stand out. Next app for all my social media people out there, I think it was one of the first ones actually of Instagram grid planning tools. So you basically can upload the pictures that you want your Instagram grid, slide them around. So it like mocks up what your Instagram feed will look like. So you can see if it just has a nice flow, you know? And I use Planoly for my clients and I don't wanna be signing in and out all the time. I know that's, I'm, I'm lazy, but I don't wanna do that. So I use it for my clients. So for my personal, I use the app Preview, which is very similar to Planoly. Planoly has a lot better features as far as like being able to post on stories and seeing more of the data in a calendar view, but preview for what it is, just wanting to 
because I just want to see what my grid will look like planned out and upload photos to see how they'll fit together. Preview does a great job as well for Instagram planning. And app number eight, the symbol keyboard. So the picture on the app cover on my phone says symbol keyboard. The text under it just says symbol. So I think if you type in either, you should be able to find it if you're in the app store. Symbol keyboard is really cool because it has just a ton of different symbols in the keyboard. Oh, exactly what it says. So if you are ever curious how I do those like little hearts that aren't emojis in my captions, this is where I do it. There's just like little squares if you wanna like get fancy with your captions. Honestly, it's kind of hard to explain. I'll add some of these to the caption of this week's Instagram post on Working Girl Talk so you can see. But it's really nice just to differentiate your content, especially if it's something a little more edgy of a caption that you don't wanna put like a glittery pink emoji heart for. Maybe just like a little black heart that's more simple. So it just it goes right into your caption. You can copy and paste, write your captions in there. There's little stars, there's little hearts, there's little letters. So you could do different types of uh, fonts within captions. So that's how people do that. If you've ever wondered, you can just copy and they have a ton of different letter options and you can just copy and paste and write stuff within that. So the symbols keyboard is really helpful for just differentiating your caption look. And I think, I believe it even works in the bio whenever you see someone that has like their name written in their Instagram bio kind of different. I'm pretty sure it works there too. Speaking of Instagram captions, our next app that you need is called Caption Writer. Basically you click into the app, you can start typing in your caption, do your spaces, do your emojis, write in your hashtags, and then you can click copy to Instagram. And once you do, it will transfer all of that, the spaces, like everything into Instagram. So you don't need to worry about, oh, I need to click the space bar 10 times to make a break. Like it just does it for you. So writing your caption out in Caption Writer is super helpful, concise, and saves a lot of time. And last app that you need is called Overdrive. So a little bit different. This is for if you have a library card, which I'm planning to get mine this week. I'm so excited. Overdrive, you can just put in your library card number and then you have access to all your books and you can listen to them as audiobooks or read them as ebooks without having to go to the library to check them out. You still have to deal with what that library has in stock so you can get on the wait list on the app, but then you can listen to it or check it out. You can basically just see your library account through an app instead of having to actually go to the library, which is pretty awesome. And for those of you that follow my blog, I do working girl book picks. So if you ever want to read any of those, you can download the Overdrive app, get a library card and get to reading or listening. And that is it for my favorite apps. If you have a favorite app, please comment on my latest Instagram. I love all the apps. And I hope some of these apps help you in your daily life and make your life a little easier. And last but not least, my Friday favorite. So a little different this week, as you'm sure you know, the popular Netflix series called Stranger Things is coming out next month, season three. I'm so excited. They released a new poster this week of the cast and it's awesome. It's neon. It's so cool. It's a black background. All the cast members are in there. The outfits kind of tell me that they definitely have some summer jobs going on. You can see like the creepy demogorgons and alien things at the bottom. And I'm just super excited. So go check out the poster. It's super pretty. If you're not into the show, go watch. You have a month to catch up so you can join everyone else 
ever for season three. So super excited for that. And after when I discovered the poster this week, I fell into a rabbit hole. They released a clip last month and I got sucked into that. And I'm just so excited because it's such a good show. I'm super into it. So excited to see the kids back together. And it's cool that we get it in summer this time. Usually it's on Halloween. So enough about that and my TV addiction. I will talk to you guys next week and we have some awesome guests coming up. And a last reminder, if you didn't get to hear my conversation with Kathleen Daly, the brand director of North & Co. last week. Definitely go check that episode out in the podcast app. She has some amazing insight that every working girl should hear. And with that, I will leave you. Have, have a happy weekend. Thanks for listening.